Hello and welcome to episode 7 of season 1 of The Big Talk. I'm the Kamish. Hype had a sales appointment uh, concurrent with today's filming, so he will not be joining us. First things first, got to talk about Jordan. Unbelievable performance, uh, cracking the 200-point mark for the first time in the 16-team era of the IFL. Congratulations, Jordan, on that insane performance. Definitely going to have to uh, talk to him on the big hotline. Interestingly, if you look at the standings right now, there are no 4-4 four and four teams. So two-game gap there between the uh, upper half of the league and the bottom half of the league. If you look at uh, some of these 3-5 and five teams, there's six of them. Three of them have won two games in a row, Broughton, Scallon, and Duncan being those three. We talked to Broughton last week. We'll see if we can talk to Scallon and Duncan here on the big hotline this week. And with that, let's uh, let's let's try to get Scallon on the line here. Mr. Rhodes. Scallon. Am I on the talk? You're on the big talk, oh, buddy. Wow. All my hopes and dreams of today have just really come true. The hype is not with me. Yeah. Uh, he was double booked, so sure. it's... <laughs> I don't want to talk to that guy anyways. He won uh, two games in a row here in the IFL. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel good. You know, what I'm what I'm really striving for is really to not get last place. I just, I don't want to take the dare that that's out there and, and give someone the opportunity of, of making me feel dumb. So I'm, I'm pretty excited right now. Big win over Curtis this week, who was 6-1. and one. Yeah, it was scary there. Um, last night as I'm watching the the scores come in and you know he gets to being about a couple points away and and Patriots have it fully in hand and I'm just hoping that they're not going to get another field goal or um, another big rush but we uh we held out Brady next week who's two two and six uh he he's lost four in a row um You've got a few buys to deal with, five buys to deal with, in fact. Um, you know what? what Big Brett told me last week is you, you really just got to bench your starters sometime. And it, it's gotten to the point where they need a, need a break and um, showcase the younger talent that's on the team to to get their butts in gear for the, the rest of the year. So I, I'm really excited for this this upcoming week, and it, it, it really looks promising. So, okay, so that's interesting. So you're not necessarily saying that you just dismissed Big Brett's advice. You were just uh, going to hold off a week. And... Yeah, yeah, I mean, after having a few white Russians, I finally figured out that what Big Brett had to say was, was absolutely right. And especially last night as I was having a few and – as the nerves were coming to me on if I was going to lose or not, it had an epiphany that he was absolutely right, and I, I can't wait for his advice this week. So you're you're not scared of Brady, you you know you're, you're thinking your Scout Express is going to go to four and five. Yeah, I mean we're going to go right down Scottsdale and into Tempe, and it, it's not going to be a problem. He he doesn't have a chance against the Express, and it, it really just comes down to Brady just not not making great decisions prime example of this is him just not moving back to Iowa yet it makes no sense to any of us for why he's still there and maybe someday you'll see the light but he still hasn't the same thing holds true with his fantasy football team maybe you know his fantasy success if he ever wants to return to his former glory it you know it, it 
could very well coincide with his geographical location. 100%. Couldn't agree more. All right, Scallon. Appreciate you uh, joining us here on the big hotline. Hey, absolutely. Uh, hopefully. Tell, tell Big Brett hi for me, and I, I can't wait for his drink of the week this week. The White Russian was fantastic. I hope he has a whiskey drink coming for me this week. All right, I'll pass that along. Thanks, Scallon. Hey, thanks, Zach. On to Duncan. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message. Man, we have been Six, shut down by Duncan. One, three, seven. All season long. Uh, hard man to get a hold of. That that's all right. He's uh three and five playing uh Drew this week, who's five and three. Pretty crucial matchup for him. Um all right, so th- all that's left now is to talk to the man, the myth, the legend, Jord, and uh, see how he's feeling after that performance. Yo, what's up? Jordan, you're on the big hotline with the commish. Oh, man. It's like music to my ears, man. <laughs> uh, you know, we're like, surely we can't go to Jordan back-to-back weeks. There's other guys in the league, uh, you know. We gotta we gotta spread the ball around, but uh, 202 points. I mean, uh, we had to at least get a a quick reaction from you on that. Yeah, you know, actually, with that 202 points, it's crazy. I was kind of disappointed. I just wanted to take out Brady's old team too, just straight up. I know I only had 12 players that year, but would have been nice to take him straight up because I actually had a pretty disappointing day from Robert Woods. How was the team feeling after that output? I mean, it... you know, I got off the phone and I talked to Gurley and I said, Hey, what happened there at the end zone at the end? And he was like, you know, I had to put the team on my back and just win it. And, you know, I said, I could have used the six points, but you probably knew I already had it won, knowing the squad. And he's like, yeah, you know, I saw what Mixon and Boyd did in the early game just to make sure you're doing well i mean at one point i only had two players playing and i was only like 40 points behind jesse having his entire team Gurley knew he didn't need to score at the end it had nothing to do with actually the rams it had everything to do with uh bows and hoes you got Gurley, mixon boyd and mac they scored 120 points just the four of them um which i think would have beaten six other teams uh this week oh i mean that's ridiculous man yeah it sounds about right you know my boy boyd is kind of going off jesse and i had some trade talks earlier in the year about boyds for sanders and it's just kind of glad i kind of stuck with my gut thinking boyd's gonna be good and the crazy thing is i can't i can't lose if i wanted to with the aj green injury coming out sounds like tyler boyd's gonna even be worth more next week how can your team get better? Uh, that helps. And then, uh, you know, I, I don't know, man. The uh, quarterback position. Uh, I mean, CJ is CJ. I understand. But uh, I, I got Matthew Stafford over here just sitting on my bench, you know. That's true. I kind of, I'm kind of trying to figure it out. You know who I was thinking? Knowing the rest of my team, they could definitely rally around that hill for New Orleans. I think he plays about four downs, but he gets a touchdown <laughs> every now and then. I mean, I wouldn't do that because next thing you know, Breeze will be, you know, 
he's got a, his foot in a boot and in my mind uh, the only danger of that you know new record being broken is uh your team doing it again uh later later th- this season you know i know i look at it and i think man sky's the limit the whole nick chubb thing's working out and marlon mack is finally panning out so i mean like i said i've gotten pretty lucky in a sense but i wanted to start running back heavy for sure because i think jesse said it in the hangout i gave up two number one running backs and i still have four on my team has uh dr disrespect says uh you know you're at the top of the mountain but you're really only halfway up yeah i hope that's true for sure i think i got I've looked into the past. I got to keep working on getting better, though. I can't get complacent. So I might have a team name change here pretty soon. I don't know. Yeah, that's usually what happens. That's what Big Brett says is important. Really just work on getting better and not being complacent. Appreciate your time joining us this week. Who knows? Maybe we'll be talking to you again next week. Sounds good. I'll be planning on it. All right. And it's time now for everyone's favorite segment of the week. Big Brett, how's it going, man? Hey, it's hype. And the commish, huh? Uh, just the commish on this oh, end. Just the commish. Hype. Uh, it was double booked, I guess. He was. Well. Either that, or he's avoiding his. Uh, he was. Two losses in a row. He was. Well, looky who I found. <laughs> <laughs> looky what I found. I got the hype with me this week. Not double booked after all, huh? Well, <laughs> uh, just you know. Whatever, I guess. Laying low, you know. Fitzgerald, Fitzmagic, until he's back. Uh, hype's just a, a, a half hype. You know, I don't pay attention to the league as much as I once did, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I tuned in today, this morning, and apparently I lost or something. I don't know. Um, so, Scallon Express, let's, let's talk about him. I, I just talked on Big Hotline with him couple of interesting notes from him. So he didn't bench his starters, as you advised him, uh, this week. But he's actually going to do that in this following week here. Uh, he's got about four or five buys to contend with. So he's going to be taking your advice a week later. Makes perfect sense. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, guessing, I'm guessing the threat... <laughs> The threat of benching the starters and then not actually benching them. I mean, I use some of these tactics that that's probably helped a lot last week. And now following through with the threat to set the stage ongoing. Yeah, I, I mean, I think they could really benefit from a from a break. I mean, or 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 just like a reset. You know what I mean? I mean, he also said he had quite a few white Russians. Uh, over the weekend and really enjoyed it. He's, Interesting. he's Interesting. appreciates the recommendation. Uh, he's hoping for a whiskey drink this week. <laughs> well, um, we'll see how that goes. Well, I guess well, I don't know. We, we, um, we have we have something we're going to get into. But, you know, the teams here um, have some concerns. Going to talk about at least one here. You know, one concern is is Jameis Winston. Um, you know, Slick Rick's flagpoles. I mean, th- this situation reminds me of an old mother cat we had. When the kids were little, the old mother cat disappeared. She'd been a good cat. 
the kids had looked for for a couple days and we finally had to have a family meeting and say hey kids this is what happens you know with the old mother cat sometimes they've had a good career they've had a good life you know been a contributing member to the family but they go to where yeah old mother cats go and and when they when they've had a good life and so after some crying and some hand wringing and a couple fudge sickles for everybody we kind of got kind of got through it got kind of got through it and then a couple hours later we go out you know uh, to the shed out back in the backyard and we opened the door we hadn't been in there for a week and lo and behold here is a new mother cat with a new litter of kittens I'll be dead. I mean, it's 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 exactly what it's exactly what the family needed. It's exactly what yeah. everybody was looking for. I mean, you've got new hope, new players, you know, new talent. Um, yeah, it so kind of, yeah, it, it kind of reminds me of the the Bucks this Sunday. Lo and behold, friggin. We open the shed doors, and there's Fitzpatrick with his legs spread wide with the whole Bucks lineup freaking <laughs> sucking out his titties. I mean, <laughs> so, so that's my advice. I mean, you, you've, you've lost a game, and so, you know, you need a new mother cat. I mean, wait, hold on. Did you see Fitz's eyes again? Fitzmagic's eyes did the same thing again. Every time he throws a touchdown pass, he's like, oh! Not uh, not totally sure how I feel about you airing out the family's <laughs> history of, and drama. I guess for, for entertainment purposes and uh, some good solid fantasy advice, you know, maybe maybe it's for the greater I, good. I will say to keep, you know, in the interest of, of keeping it real, I think you took it the hardest. You had... <laughs> you, 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 you had the most, you had the most fudge sickles to get over. <laughs> if I remember right. Yep. Uh, rest in peace, Callie. <laughs> well, speaking of vice and getting us better, I, it's great that you talk about changing your attitude. Yeah, I want to change my attitude, but what? How do I do it? What's it? What is it? What's it look like? What it is is bull riding. I mean, that's what it looks like. Think about what an attitude is. It's easing down on a 2,000-pound snorting, slobbering, you know, horn-throwing energy mass. And what you want to do is you want to get your cinch rope just tight enough that you can stay on for eight seconds, but not too tight that you can't get off when it's all over. All you can do is all you can do. I mean, that's what attitude is. You're going to get a good cowboy send-off when it's all over on your way back to Montana or Arizona or Iowa. But don't think about that. Think about it's week <laughs> nine. What can I do? And all you can do is all you can do. You got to be thinking about how can I stay on for eight seconds? I mean, you, that really hit me in the feels. <laughs> that hit me in the feels. I mean, I I don't have a bull nearby, but I definitely could. You know those bars? They've got those mechanical bulls. Maybe we try one of those. I, 
I've, I've, I've set a record on a mechanical bull in two places. Yeah, I think bull riding really embodies the whole feeling behind the attitude that you need. You know? look, look at it. Look at it. To start the show, you were down in the dumps. You'd lost two straight, and now you're ready to go again. That's what I'm talking about. What can you do? Bull riding, folks. That, this might be the most abstract advice you've given so far, but hey, with your track record, Big Brad, I'm all in. What's your movie of the week? True Grit. There's two versions of this. There's the 1969 version with John Wayne. There's the 2010 remake with Jeff Bridges. Personally, I like the 2010 a little better. They're both great, and they both have two unlikely heroes watch true grit as fast as you can and ideally watch both versions and ideally watch them both awake <laughs> drink of the week looks like you've got into one like i don't wait for nobody you, i don't wait for no segments i'm gonna i'm gonna take the i'm gonna take the top off here but drink of the week is red's apple ale it's a hard cider has been being made by Strongbow out of England since 1962. And I'm gonna say only been discovered in the stateside since in the last five five, six years. I mean, I've been way ahead of this. I've been on this for probably eight, nine years. Um, converted a lot of people. There's many versions of a hard cider, uh, some dry, some sweet. I really like reds. You can mix it with beer. It doesn't give you a hangover. You can have four or five during a game. They go down smooth. It never bites back. Yeah, maybe four or five during an episode. <laughs> I'll let you speak for yourself on that. Um, what I have is a toast as we send off tonight. Cowboy up. All right. Uh, thanks, Big Brett. Hype as a show of solidarity with Fitzmagic on the horizon. I don't know. You can't see me, but I know you can. I can hear. Hear this. I hear twenty-four. Here, I'm just, I'm just uh, putting on the the Fitzmagic attire here. <laughs> you know. Well, I'm just glad that you're there to, you know, to wear it. Um, they don't deserve to be sitting on your in your closet all week. I'll say that. Fitz Magic is coming back. I I think the hype's coming back, don't uh, you? If he's on free agency, you better watch out because I'm gonna grab his ass. <laughs> <laughs> no homo. <laughs> all right, boys. Thanks for joining us this week, and uh, see you next week. Right. Cowboy up, cowboy. All right, folks, that's going to do it for this week's episode of The Big Talk. This week's episode is brought to you by these little wrist pillow deals. Um, you get old, 26 years old like me, uh, you know, you're still gaming way too hard. It, it hurts to type. You know it, I know it, it's hard to admit it, but uh, these little wrist deals, you know, you put it down in front of your keyboard, and it's a godsend. So, thanks to these little wrist pillows sponsoring us this week. 
as always, I'm the commish. Hype is wherever he is. And uh, we'll see you next week, folks. Me and the Sharps really got the Boston Red Sox right last week. Wow. Well, I wouldn't say you got it right because you said you, they were going to sweep them. But, you know, hell, uh, one one point off isn't nothing to gripe about. If you don't count an 18-inning travesty when the Sox should have scored 42 runs that game. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, it ended up being 4-1. and one, But you get, right. you get the idea. Yeah.